from Colossians. May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power. And may you be prepared to endure everything with patience while joyfully giving thanks to the Father who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things have been created through him and for him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether in heaven or on earth, by making peace through the blood of his cross. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate, and they died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. When many of the disciples heard it, they said, this teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are Spirit and life. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
pleasure to welcome you this evening to the penultimate Evensong of the fall season. Very glad you're here this evening, and I, I hope that you'll come back next week when the setting will be by our own Judith Ecklemeyer. A particular treat tonight is the soup, which is Southwest Chicken Chili. I'm also told there is a vegetarian version of Southwest Chicken Chili and how they manage that, I think, is something that 
that you should uh, investigate by joining us for, for dinner. I'd also like to, to tell you that the, uh, because this is the first Wednesday, there is a first Wednesday evening program, and it is Colored Frames, a visual art documentary, a fearless exploration of the influences, inspirations, and experiences of African-American artists. Finally, it's my pleasure this evening to introduce my colleague at the cathedral, the Reverend Sarah Schaustall. She joined us in the early summer and has been a godsend for the cathedral, a wonderful pastor and a gifted preacher, and we're delighted you're here this evening. Thank you. In the name of God, creator, redeemer, and sanctifier of the world, amen. To, tonight, we celebrate the life and the gifts of Clement of Alexandria. And I, uh, I did a little research to find out uh, what I had forgotten from church history about Clement of Alexandria. And he lived in the third century. And if you, if you can think back that far, you, or think back in your church history, you know that that was 100 years before the Council of Nicaea. And Clement was a, um, he was a Greek philosopher, and his philosophy pulled from a lot of different Greek philosophers and scholars uh, to form his own, and it was, it was quite a broad philosophy until he came to know the Christians uh, at the Christian Catechetical School in Alexandria, and he later became a part of that school, but through the you, you can see through his writings and his teachings uh, the broad influences of other Greek philosophers of that day and, and understanding Greek philosophy before he came uh, to, to really explain Christian theology to, to his world in that day. Now, if you look online, you can find collections of his quotes and his writings and um, the first collection had 80 writings in it, so I thought perhaps we wouldn't start with that one. Uh, the next collection I found had 30, and I, I did mention that to Todd yesterday, who thought maybe 30 was a bit too many too. But I want to, I want to give you uh, the laudable quotes of, of Clement of Alexandria. I'll give you some of those that I found, uh, and, and one not so laudable quote, just because it's always good to remember that even the saints and the, the folks that we revere uh, weren't right about everything. He wrote that the Lord has turned all our sunsets into sunrise. I think a good passage to, to meditate on during this and every season. He wrote, when you see your brother, you see God. He also write, wrote, when lies have been accepted for some time, the truth astounds us with an air of novelty. Not a bad time to think on that quote right now, too. There is one river of truth which receives tributaries from every side. I think also that, that harkens back to his Greek philosophy and that all of the influences that 
that he had came into to one philosophy and one theology. Above all, Christians are not allowed to correct by violence sinful wrongdoings. Now, all of those could certainly have been written in the 21st century. And this was a third century philosopher and theologian who shared those thoughts with us. He also, he also shared a thought that I would, would not be written by a, a Christian theologian in the 21st century, and it was, every woman should be filled with shame by the thought that she is a woman. So, as I said, Clement wasn't right about everything, uh, but amazingly, uh, amazingly, he wrote things that are as relevant today as they were in the third century. Uh, he, he also was part of a time when all of the Gnostic uh, heresies were floating back and forth, and, and our understanding of Christianity, our understanding of theology was formed through that time with a lot of rivers of thought from a lot of sides, and it got duped out for a century before the Council of Nicaea. And Clement was in the midst of all of that, steering things one direction or another. And so we are grateful for his contributions to how we think today, and that some of his contributions have kind of gone by the wayside over time. Hopefully that will happen with all of us, that uh, the creation and Christianity and God will keep and remember us by the laudable things that we say and the things that are good for teaching and the things that we say that not so good will, will die off and not be remembered. Amen.
After a long day, evening has fallen with its promise of stillness and quiet. We pray for the grace to be still and quiet in the presence of God. After a long day, evening offers us opportunity to lay aside stress we may have experienced, weariness we may feel, unhappiness we may have encountered. We pray for the grace to find relief from stress, rest for our weariness, and happiness in your creation. After a long day, evening brings darkness. We pray for the grace to know your light and to rejoice in your promise that this night will lead us to a new day of hope and promise, of happiness and energy, of accomplishment and satisfaction. In Christ's name we pray. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Please join me. Lord, it is night. The night is for stillness. Let us be still in the presence of God. It is night after a long day. What has been done has been done. What has not been done has not been done. Let it be. of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. The blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be upon you now and forever. Amen. Amen. Amen.